First of all, thank you very much for all the help that all of you have given to us to support this monastery, this practice, and this old teacher. If you can, if you're able, if you can see your way clear to do it, continue to help us. We have a lot going on that we need help with. And thank you, and thank you, and thank you. This evening's Dharma talk is titled, what's after something, uh, the ninth century Chinese monk, Wang Po, or sometimes pronounced Wang Bo, said, the ninth century, mind is no mind. Mind is no mind. So how is that going to help us? Mind is no mind. If you contemplate that, think about that, and also if you've been looking at the what happens in the mind stream for years, maybe only months, more than likely for years, you'll see that you really can't find it. You really can't find that mind. He also said, besides saying mind is no mind, he also said, it is also not no mind. How is that going to be helpful? Well, he helped us a little bit more. Stand under this in silence. That's all. He probably said, understand. I said, stand under. Stand under this in silence. Just, just receive this. Just receive this, what this is. Mind, emotions, thoughts, ideas, memories, anything that's arising is looking for something else, some kind of attachment, something to get, something to stop, something to ignore, distract ourselves from, or obstruct ignorance, something, something to get, passion, something to stop, aggression. These in Buddhism, these, of course, are the three poisons. I basically give the same Dharma talk over and over again with different titles. What I'm asking you to do is not so much stop the mind, but see it clearly. If you're receiving and you do anything with what you're receiving, if you're receiving thoughts, memories, emotions, opinions, judgments, you do anything with them, you try to get rid of them, you try to stop the mind, you just create a person who's accomplishing something. You create an entity, 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 create that. An identification that is supported also by the body and what's happening in the body, the appearance of the body over here and other bodies over there. Very seductive, but it's not the truth. Relatively, there's some truth there, of course, relative truth. But your true nature is not found, is not discovered, is not understood by grasping at something, or rejecting something, or ignoring something. How can we understand mind? Mind. We all have somewhat of an idea what that is. It's no mind. It is also not no mind. Kind of paradoxical situation that quite often we find in Zen. But also we find this uh, a similarity in, in uh, Buddhist uh, uh, tantric or Tibetan practices, our teachings are also has this kind of paradoxical 
presentation. What's being promoted or encouraged is for you to see that, to see what is being pointed at by that relative. No mind, not no mind. Is there a middle way, a middle ground that is both and neither, perhaps? Anytime we use language, we begin to tie ourselves up in knots or right and wrong, up and down, back and forth, all the relative dynamics that go on, correct and incorrect, Buddhas and sentient beings, life and death. Talk about this all the time. So I've said a little bit and with what I've said and what I've referred to uh, Wang Po in the ninth century, what he said was saying to people over a thousand years ago in a country where there was hardly any technology at all. They had wheels. They had language. Let me have some questions around this very simple teaching, very direct. Mind is no mind. If there's something on the wall that says mind is the Buddha. Yes. So mind is no mind is Buddha, no Buddha. Yes. Well said. Were you trying to be funny? Good, because it wasn't funny. How is how is a Buddha no Buddha and also not no Buddha? It is a way of using relative language to direct the awareness, the consciousness, uh, towards what is fundamentally the truth. There, there is no, there is no existence. There is no non-existence. That polarity. Things non-exist would be a positive way of saying it and covering the, the negativity at the same time. This needs to be realized in your mind stream as you realize it. But then you see that nothing was realized, as it says in the Diamond Sutra. I can't quote it. But the, the Tathagata also said, says in the Diamond Sutra that uh, I've realized complete unexcelled enlightenment. But I didn't realize anything. You've studied that. You remember that line? Partially. Huh? Partially. Well, that's kind of what I'm doing, partially. <laughs> Is my partial and your partial together make a, something whole? Maybe. So it seems seems necessary that we need to continue to look at the the abrupt appearance of our ideas, our opinions, our judgments, our evaluations, our disagreements, our agreements, and look at all of this coming and going without doing anything with it. Most of the world, the mundane world, all the directions, plus, minus, and neutral that are happening in the mundane world, all the people in that particular area are constantly constantly discussing, arguing, parsing out, evaluating, coming to conclusions, 
disagreeing, agreeing, disagreeing, and then agreeing and disagreeing. I agree with what you say, but that one thing you said there, that doesn't seem to fit in. Well, yeah, but what I meant by that was this and this. Oh, well, it's making more sense. You should have said it that way in the first time. Well, I, I thought I did, but then you seem to have that look on your face like, you, you all know where I'm going right here. It's called a conversation. It's not that they're wrong. It's just that if you get into a conversation with anyone, even someone with mind training, you're probably going to go in either your circles or their circles or your mutual merry-go-round. There isn't anything but this. You have to see it. You have to smell it, taste it, touch it, think it. You have, it has to be just this, nothing else. Go ahead. When you're bowing, uh, your statement, stand under this in silence or understand this in silence. Yes. What is it that we learn from silence? Um, receive. We just receive. If you're just silent, this is what we do when we take up this practice of training the mind by facing a wall, what Bodhidharma did over a thousand years ago, sit down, face the wall. Just receive. Don't accept it, reject it, don't look away. Do nothing with it other than receive it. And you might spend a lot of time seeing how you can't quite do that. That's what that teaching is about, to help bring your awareness to the degree to which you keep making stuff up, to cover up and protect that which is not even threatened. More? What is no mind? It's mind. Mind is no mind. And no mind is also mind. We need words, we need concepts to point to it. When you sit down and face the wall, everything that shows up is mind. It's also no mind. More? Is it two things? Looks like it. Everything looks like two things or more. That's appearance. It appears that way. But the appearance is empty of what you think it is or what it looks like or its description or its anything about it. It looks like there's a polarity, but then it also seems like the things are just pointing at each other. Yes. How can both of those be the case? In, in, in the relative situation alone, and they can't be. That's why most of the world is <clears throat> making money, getting control, getting more control. Now we got this much control. Let's try to get some more control. How can we get a lot of control by having those people, those that situation over there fail, that gives us more control. So all kinds of misunderstanding and abuse of others. Prejudice, hatred is happening, is going on. Whereas what we're doing here is we are endeavoring to see what is fundamentally true about being a, an actual living being. Most people are taking these for granted, taking this for granted for the next 70 years or whatever it may be. As meditators, we're not going to do that. I'm not going to take anything for granted. Don't believe anything. 
Don't disbelieve anything. Don't ignore anything. Simply put. And of course, the path is seeing the degree to which you do one of those three, or you alternate, or how you shut down on some things. Have you noticed when you don't get your way, you get pissed off? No. That's the path. For someone else, the path might be, could be any number of things that are not incorrect necessarily. They're just different ways. They aren't ready to do this. It might be going to a therapist with their anger issues. You don't have to do that. All you have to do is be angry, but do it in such a way that there's no explanation. There's no justification. There's no validation. There's no one who's angry. There's just anger. This is called dependent origination. But you have to see it. If you think you're angry, and this is different nature of confusion, even though anger is arising in your mind stream as someone who's angry, because someone who's angry is extra. Anger is just dependent origination. It might as well be an oak leaf falling from a tree. But it would be a pretty mean oak leaf. More. Excuse me, how is anger no mind? Because there's no grasping it, there's no rejecting it, and there's no shutting down. It's just this. So therefore, uh, it's like the sky. The sky doesn't object to a, a tornado. Tornado comes through, tornades a while, and then it does away. Don't laugh at that, that's not funny. Is that goes on? No? <laughs> What is that? What is your question? When you say it says mind is no mind, I'm thinking of um, Sandokai where it states a paragraph or a paradox in an assertive way, but absolutely relative to Yes. So is mind is no mind a way of stating a paradox by undermining a position? Yes. It's a deliberate undermining. The teaching person will deliberately under, undermine any position you take as long as you present yourself. But if you don't present yourself, the teaching person will just observe, will just watch you <clears throat> until it's time for you to come uh, before that situation and be a student. More? And she bowing. Go ahead, thank you. Do we need to understand what mind is to understand that mind is no mind? Bowing. What do you think it is now? I don't know. That's it. So is that understanding it? What you just said? It doesn't feel like it. That's understanding. It's understanding. It's when we leave that for trying to get what we think it is, when we try to concoct something about it, that we actually leave that which does not know. Because if you, if you, if you uh, uh, just receive what's there and the reaction or the, the response is, I don't know, that's the very nature of consciousness. 
it's you, you're beginning to transcend knowing and not knowing. But there's still some ragtags hanging along there. There's some, the kite is gone, but the, the tail of the kite is still in the air. Some aspect of ego is still looking for the kite, still looking for a reference point. But when you say, I don't know, that's uh, sub teachers, you actually teach that way. I think the, the Korean teacher who's passed in the, of the last century who's passed away now in Sing Song, uh, actually had, uh, I think the title of his book is Only Don't Know Mind. Powerful teacher. I never met him, but interesting book. How do you do that? How do you just, how are you free from what you know? Practice sitting practice of meditation and eventually seeing that which arises in your mind as a position or knowing something or not knowing something is unreal. It's dependently risen. It has no substance. It has no, no, just, it's, um, there's no reference points there that will support any kind of assumption that there is a, a solid being. It's not that there isn't a body or hands, not going the, whole distance and saying that uh, some kind of your body will disappear and you'll become transparent. Although perhaps in the Tibetan tradition is sometimes called rainbow, rainbow body. That is not to be explained. What is a rainbow? Not much. It has some substantiality in terms of the science behind it, perhaps, but the actual appearance is just, it's just appearance. It has no bones, has no skin. Jishin Bowing. <clears throat> Is there more to the mind than suffering? Um, Is there more to it than suffering? Yes. I would say there's less. It's more about less. It's more about less. When the Buddha said life is suffering, he's just saying that this whole dynamic, uh, we have our nerve endings, fingertips and our eyes, nose, tongue, body, mind, how this feels is not comfortable. So it is about seeing that that is true and training your mind to See what that whole dynamic is about. You're here, you're a human being, you're suffering. The cause is wanting something else, passion, aggression, and ignorance. You want to stop it, want to start it, want to keep it away. And as the Buddha said in the third uh, noble truth, Naroda, this comes to an end. My way of saying it is uh, suffering doesn't necessarily come to an end. But the identity of someone who's suffering is seen through. It may not come to an end, but you see that it's unreal. So it's, therefore, it does not have the substantiality 
as when we believe in a self who's suffering and needs to do something. Sometimes it's so horrible that a person wants to get rid of their own life. They're suffering so deeply, thinking that they are a body mind only and they can get rid of that and all that will end. Thank you. <clears throat> I have another question. Go ahead. Is it I which cannot receive? Does receiving receives everything? Bowing. Yes. Just receive. And then you'll get passion, aggression, ignorance, hope, and fear, and all the bologna sandwiches that are laying around out there. You receive it all. Take it all in. Everything is served to you. Receive. This is the mudra. This one. It's not give me that. It's just receive. If it shows up, receive. Open hands. This is the, the mudra of ego. Clenched fist, tightened down on something. It may be a really nice person that's clenched, that is coming out of that in order to help somebody. Get an, an aspect of identity that is clenched, that is a really nice, helpful, kind, loving person who everyone says is so kind and helpful. Or it might be the clenched uh, kind of fist that is out to um, push every, everyone into obeying and submission. And all the nuances between that all over the place. I'm sure you recognize that. And so no mind is this. Even this is the path. This is the path. This is the gesture of receive, 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 receive. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Receive. And what is the mudra of realization? Find out. As the Buddha said, the Tathagata said in the Diamond Sutra, and I can't quote it exactly, but it is when I attained complete, unexcelled enlightenment, I didn't receive anything. Reflect on that a little bit. This does not take, uh, what is that fancy word that we say, chemical engineer? I didn't say rocket science, you noticed that, because I, I still don't have any rocket scientists or students, or I, otherwise I would use that. Or do I? Is there somebody out there building rockets? I know Augie and Chishou are not going to do that because they're retired. It's that simple and it's that completely difficult because the karma, the baggage that you bring into this lifetime with your mom, your dad, your brothers, your sisters, your ideas about who you are, what you've been taught, what you've been conditioned, of what the society is constantly ranting at you about, that you need to do this, you need to do that. You shouldn't, you should. And that might be followed up by a, uh, a whack upside the head occasionally by one of your parents, perhaps. Or not. Maybe they're completely indulging and kind and just are constantly telling you how, how much you're improving and getting better and you're really going to be a success in the world. Might not be so good to do that either. Promote something you don't understand. Sometimes I say, and I'll say now, don't encourage anyone to meditate. It's difficult. 
You meditate. You train your mind. You get your butt to the wall. Sit down, hold still. Watch what moves. I may be here a few more years and I may not. But remember what I'm saying. That's the, the thing that I say over and over and over again. Train your mind. How do you do that? You sit down and realize how untrained your mind is because you believe this and you disbelieve that. You like this, you don't like that. You want more of this, but not so much of that. And you don't deserve that. You just don't deserve that. But this over here, you deserve that. You should be getting it. Why aren't, why aren't, you know, it's a, it's a Coney Island of the mind, to quote Lawrence Ferlinghetti, his book title, written back in the 1950s, of his poems. It's just circular. This and this, and they're selling this, and they're giving this away, and they're, you have to pay a lot for this, but this is free. How much, uh, how much are we manipulated by it when someone says, well, here, if you want some? No, I don't think so. Well, it's free. Oh, well, it's free. Maybe I should take some. What is it? It's lizard puke. I think that's pretty funny. But I can see that you're thinking about whether that's actually funny or not. Or maybe you're not thinking anything because everyone in here is wearing a mask. It's like, like, 15 or 20 Lone Rangers. I'm going to give up. If nobody's going to laugh, then I just try to be more serious. No mind. No mind. What, how, how can that even be stated when we're constantly barraged by every day when we wake up in the morning? Here's this mind of ours that thinks that I'm, my name is so-and-so and I'm have this kind of a job and this kind of an intelligence level, and I have th these are my family members. Have you noticed in the middle of your dream, the families are gone, there's no one there. The dream, there's just a dreamer, but there's no, I don't know how that's working for you. But when you go to sleep, there's just a dream, there's no personhood there, there's not even a dreamer, there's a dream. Let me have some more questions about mind, no mind. If you could, please. Go then. Um, something, a question out of what you just said about the dream. Sometimes in the dream, there seems to be a character that's identified as me. Mm -hmm. So, yes. so if we observe that on the cushion, Dream, like dreaming on the cushion? Yeah, no, if, we, if we're practicing in everyday life to see there is no separate self. But in that dream, if there is a character that seems to be I, is there any way to work with that <clears throat> to see that? So I don't teach any of that, but there are some, some people who teach uh, dream yoga, who work with it in a different way. I've done a little bit of that, but not enough to encourage me to work with it or teach it. The one that I promote as a Dharma teacher is a lot of it. Sit down, hold still, look at the wall, and forget everybody else. Just look at your mind stream, come and go, grasp and reject and shut down, grasp, reject and shut down. Passion, aggression, ignorance, passion, aggression, ignorance in the form of daydreams, falling asleep, just that's what I uh, encourage. 
I'm not saying that you couldn't do something with, with dreams. One of the ways that we've worked with it here, it's been years since we did this, but I think uh, as a community, I think you might've been here when we were writing dreams. Now we all spent about a year and a half just every, every morning writing down the dream to see uh, how that would show up in consciousness or if that in some way could help you or me or any of us to get some more clarity on what happens in the mind when the body's asleep. And, and it pretty much goes uh, crazy and comes up with all kinds of insane ideas. Uh, seems real at the time. Seems, and, uh, and those of you who are able to do uh, um, what's called lucid dreaming or being asleep, but waking up, you could say, inside the dream and realize that you're actually dreaming and start to manipulate things in the dream. Uh, mind, because it is mind, it's very responsive to that. And quite often we can have a little bit of success with that. But because of the grasping mind, there's not enough success there to last very long. You might be able to walk down an actual hallway. The closest I ever came uh, that was uh, real, that, uh, where something seemed real in the dream and real um, as the object that was in front of me physically was to see a, a shelf of objects on a shelf and to see that with dream eyes and know that I was sound asleep and yet I was dreaming and I was looking at something in the room with um, a dream body, through a dream body. But how to do something with that or put something like that to use, I'm not saying you couldn't. I would say for other people, a lot of people, it just seems to be very entertaining to do that. There's a few teachers out there at Dream who teach Dream Yoga. So if I don't know if that's where you're going, didn't you study that somewhat with uh, the fellow up in Minnesota? Oh, he does that, but we went off on a workshop about death and dying, so okay. it wasn't particularly well. Oh, similar. More dreams. You studied there too, right? Anybody else? Study with, what was his name? Andrew Holacek. Andrew Holacek, yes. Yes. Questions. Certainly. Um, sometimes when you say there is no self here, referring to well, whatever it looks like you are. When you're dreaming, do you? Does your dream character assume it's reality? The last dream I had that, yes, it did. But so does this one. When you're room for questions there. It seems like in, well, my projection, but it seems like in this waking life, you have an awareness of, an ongoing awareness of, I don't see anyone. This what I'm. Are you complimenting me? No, I'm paraphrasing you. I mean, you, you could take Just it a as pair? a compliment if you want. Just a paraphrase it? What's your so question? So you have that awareness of um, <clears throat> self and no self in the dream. It's possible. That's not something I can particularly claim as a, an ongoing situation of, oh, I see that I'm unreal in the dream, so therefore I... But I do think it's valuable to to look at the the dream as it is said in the tradition, 
the dream example is a, a sample of what this this is. That's the sample dream at night that you 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 wake up and realize that was unreal. Well, now the next thing is to awaken from this dream while you're still in it. One more question. Please. If you compared your dreams now to a long time ago, has the character of your dreams changed? Possibly, but there's nothing to speak about there. From the point of view of remembering dreams that I had a long time ago versus the dreams that I have now. Sometimes a theme, like my dream is like uh, I can never find, I left something somewhere and it's really important to find it and I can never find it. And just wander around. Yeah, it's like an episode of Gilligan's Island, but it's not really funny. It's like you can never solve the problem. Yeah, I think we all have a little bit of that, don't we? I mean, that's something I have. Somebody completely bereft of dreams. I can't see anybody's faces, so I can't tell if people are smirking like, is that a smirk? They're still, everybody looks like mannequins. You know what he's moving. So can you dream right now? Yeah. I can too. I can just, if I just start describing, if I, it's like if I open up that area, I close that area down so I can do this. But if I don't, then I'm dreaming constantly. It's quite entertaining from the point of view of just things are happening. Things are coming and going, coming and going. But they're not, they're not believable, nor are they unbelievable, nor are they, there's nothing, there's no particular dynamic there other than they're unreal. No mind. Go ahead. Hold on, Bowie. So, uh, like now in the waking dream that's not in this room or like a hypnagogic state where you're just falling asleep and there might be a characterless dream, just phenomena. But then at night when you fall asleep or I fall asleep, there's like a full-blown scenario with the central character of me. Okay. So I don't know what the question is. Well, do you ever do you ever dream that you're someone else, another another character, like a uh, like a king or like a, a peasant uh, in the 17th century, or or like you're you're a, a, a hot air balloon pilot, or you ever dream that you're just that's what you are in that dream, and it doesn't has no you're not questioning it because that's what you're doing in the dream. You do that, or are you always goes on? Particularly feel like that I'm. I don't feel like I have any personal traits. It's just that I'm a subject. It could be okay. any situation. Okay. So what's your question? I don't know what what it, what is a dream, but it seems to be regurgitating some subconscious mm-hmm. um, attachment yeah. to a cell. It does. And? I don't know. I guess the, just the question was how to work with that. If you know that, that's... Just observe. Yeah. Just anything that shows up, receive it. 
Don't conclude. Don't exclude. Don't do anything with it. Just whatever shows up, just receive. Mind and no mind. What does it mean that mind is not no mind? I think that what is being said there uh, uh, by Wang Po, I, I just think that he's endeavoring to, to as soon as you start to grasp at some part, then just pull the rug out from under you so you don't grasp, so you don't grasp at anything. Because the illusion is that I'm here and you're there, and there's an otherness happening that is completely, <clears throat> fundamentally substantial. And it's, that's unreal. So it's just a way of, if you start to grasp it, no mind, then you've got not no mind. You can go back and forth with it. You grasp it. Anything you do in the mind creates an entity, that, and then it's, it's reinforced by a, an actual physical form that has a birth date and has a name and, and is uh, treated uh, by, you know, Families, uh, this is why in ancient times, uh, they were called leavers of home. You had to get away from the home or ha from society in order to begin to realize, because otherwise the society would just swamp you with its propaganda. You have to come here. Well, I'm your mother. Can't leave me. Or else might go the other way around. Well, you're my mother. You can't go run off to a monastery. There's constant pu pulling us back into the labyrinth called samsara. And it's totally justified, valida validated, relatively. Of course it is. It makes sense. And, and most people are not going to be able to do, to do that. But those of us who can, say, leave home or socially isolate is a modern COVID uh, season phrase for that. Isolate, get away from everybody so you can see who you are. So you can see who and what this is. There will not be a conclusion. Conclusions happen in, in the relative world. Conclusions and exclusions and ignoring. Let's talk some more if you have more. You have another one? How do I practice mind is no mind? Continue to sit and, and contemplate that. Not necessarily contemplate that literally while you're uh, practicing uh, shikantaza, because that's just about receiving. And that will be about receiving things that seem true, mind, and seems that se things that seem untrue, no mind. Just a way of talking about it. Even that is extra. So just continue to practice takes a lot, a lot of practice if you're interested in what it is that... Oh, am I pointing at something? Beyond. I'll get you in a minute. Beyond. Beyond bowing. What is um, bear perception? Or maybe pure perception of mind bowing? Pure, pure perception is just, you just see what that is without having any idea or any, any uh, conclusion about what it is. You see it, 
but you don't conclude something about it. When you, do, when you have pure perception, then uh, you don't really see anything. If you do see something, it's, it would probably take the shape of a mirror. It would be reflecting back that which is observing. Just a way of talking about it. You and dying. And then if you have that and you add on a judgment, um, yeah. is that also pure perception of mind? It, you know, it could be, but uh, it's probably just an, a cover up. Anytime you name, um, locate, push, pull, change the color of, change the, the shape, or modify it in any way with your commentary, your perceptions, then it's just a form of ignoring. You're ignoring what that is. Eric. Eric, I, when Gyokudo asked if Buddha is no Buddha, you said yes. And that makes me wonder if the key word is is and not mind. So I'm wondering if it's possible to restate that teaching without the word is. Go ahead. I don't know if I could. I don't know if it's possible. Buddha. Buddha. This banner says mind is the Buddha. So that's what you're referring to, the is part. Just Buddha, no Buddha. I think I'm tracking what you're asking about, but I don't know if I've done justice to your question. It's a good question. Chisho, please take me out of the loop. <laughs> Chisho Bowing. Uh, you say that uh, a person who is seen through the ego sees it as not real. Is that a conclusion? Does it show up as a conclusion for the realized person? Bye. I don't think it shows up as a conclusion because it's because there's no there's nothing tightens down. So there's no there's no conclusion. They see it's not real. So the teaching the teaching part of it is not real. But actually, it's the real. It's re, it's neither real nor is it unreal. Uh, it's it's empty of other. It's empty of a self reference. Uh, it's fundamentally without any without without all, any otherness to it. But but there, there's no concluder, and that's why the, when the Buddha said nothing happened, he says I I, I achieved anuvyasamakshambodhi uh, or complete unexcelled enlightenment. Um, nothing really happened, and and this is uh, and it's not a state of mind. Uh, it is mind, but it's also no mind because it, it no longer develops into some kind of a construct of knowing this and not knowing that, or finally seeing into this, but uh, not seeing it for a long time, but finally seeing it some kind of conclusion. There are some teachers that usually it's the ones that are extremely intelligent and conceptually are able to, to present themselves as Dharma teachers, uh, although the, a fundamental understanding has not been seen because they're still teaching out of a very highly, highly refined and polished understanding conceptually of emptiness and of uh, the Buddha's uh, teaching. And as you know, if you've, any of you have looked into the uh, Buddha Dharma, it's pretty extensive and there's lots of conceptual 
material all over the place. Some of it is incredibly valuable, and some of it is just a lot of circularity that is uh, seems like it may be necessary to study that. I don't know. It hasn't shown up that way over here. Yes? Are there any contemporary living teachers that you would suspect are awake? I think His Holiness Dalai Lama is. Uh, but I, who am I to say? I, don't, I, I would have to meet somebody for sure. I would have to sit with you or any of you for 10 or 15 minutes and interact with you for a while. Because I don't just do it with what you say. I don't see it. I could even say about myself, I'm n neither awake nor am I asleep. I make no claims other than those. For some reason, whatever the... Not even, not even use the word reason. I teach, and why do I teach? I have students. Students go away. I, I don't set myself up or try to go on Amazon and try to promote myself as a teacher. Although there is a book on there. All that being said, I do want to, if there are people that are interested, I do want to teach. because of the vow. There's no, there's no one there. There's just a vow. I'm not presenting as some special being who's no self. I might more likely refer to myself as an old man. Or an old monk. Further question about that? A lot of times you say, I'm looking at it. I am, right now, as a mask on. Your eyes smile. Even though they're going like that. You have a question? When you're bowing, are you always looking at it? Yes. And what is the it? Just this, whatever it is, this card, that table, this rug, these hands, this woman. Is this no mind? Yes. Is it also mind? It's mind. It's mind and it's no mind. And there's no, there's no location. And that's not a conclusion? No. What is it? Conclusion. Don't stop there. You've got me on the run. Is that like the Diamond Sutra then? There's, there's no concluder. If, there's, if there is a concluder, then there's no conclusion. If there's a conclusion, then there's no concluder. Follow that, don't you? <laughs> there's nothing to follow. So is, is that like being suspended in nothingness? No. What is it? It's just what I said, no concluder. Nothing, nothing is concluded. If you have a, ask a question, then, and I, then the response comes out of, out of what you asked.
How is it possible to live like that? It's not. Can't be done. It's impossible. You, you say there's no concluder, there's no one doing anything. Yes. You're not doing anything. So uh, you also say there's nothing to do. Yes. And nothing happens. Um, I forgot my question. Nothing happened. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you dropped off your own cliff. <laughs> Weren't you setting up a cliff for me to jump off on? I don't know. You don't? Jokerobang, is, is that true of us as well, that we just don't see that there's no concluder and no... No one doing anything. What do you want to know? Let's do it that way. I'm not sure. I want to know something about doing and what needs to be done. And Don't do anything. Do. Don't do anything. Less is better. Unless it's get me some more water. Thank you. See you later. <laughs> Don't do anything unless you have to. That might find you doing a whole lot of things that you say, I really need to do that. I really need to do that. Yokobine, two polarities like mine, no mine knock us off the rails of what we're doing. Do they do what? Kind of derail us from what I'm doing. Yes. No. Yes. Isn't, isn't, right and wrong, up and down, back and forth. We, we, we go into the polarity in a form that is, that has that kind of dynamic, isn't, isn't, existence, non-existence, and we look at that closely. The big one, of course, that we're faced with it's a slow mover. You could say it's slow because it's last for years and years, but existence, non-existence. That's, that's, that's the next polarity to show up, your actual non-existence as a form. So this is why we train now. We're, we're all alive as humans, and this is the human realm. And we're going to see what this is. Billions of people are not doing this. They're the ones in really poor countries don't have the opportunity to even do this kind of a practice because they're swamped by their uh, anything from lack of food to climate change and, and all the terrible things that are happening all over the world right now. Watch the news for 20 minutes and you see a lot of it. A lot of it isn't reported at all.
we'll take one more question. Give me a question based on what I've been endeavoring to say here. If you can. Is uh, my mind and no mind co-arising, Yes. Everything rises together. Go ahead. So when you look at us or interact with us, mm -hmm. are you seeing mind and no mind? Both. both. Yeah. So, and this is what the what is addressed in the sense and Ming of no choosing. Let let the karma that is arising, uh, let that choose. Let let it choose itself if it needs to. If it does not choosing itself, then mind your own business. You really, not just you, but me, anyone. Just just be very respectful of what you perceive as confusion in others even though there might be the temptation to pounce on them and say, what do you think you're doing? Including your, yourself, be very, very considerate and respectful to your own mind stream that is arising. If you can do that, you won't need a therapist. You, you will actually work with your own negativity in a way that is respectful to what, what's the fancy word, karma. If it's, as you've heard me say, dozens, perhaps not hundreds of times, anything that arises in your life, this stream out here, or the mind stream, which are not two different things, they just look that way, you have it coming. If there's any such thing as a you, it's supposed to happen to you. I'm not talking about fate. Fate is a commentary on the illusion of time, of something in the past, something in the future, something in the present. Everything is this. Everything is now, and even that's uh, just one spell backwards. You can't get a reference point to this. It's that mysterious, and yet it's right in our face every moment when we wake up, when we go to sleep. It's right here. It's in this zendo. It's right here, right now, and you can't calculate it, figure it out, or squeeze some kind of meaning out of it that I know of. Well, that was the final question. So, do whatever comes next. Hi, my name is Shoto, and I am a monk at Sokokoji, where I am committed to training my mind under the guidance of my teacher, Sokozan. We rely on your support for much of what we offer here. This includes building projects to create space for full-time and part-time practice residents. Thank you for your help.